Hi, Riley. Welcome to Hearts of Stars. Oh my gosh. Can I tell you how excited I am right now? This is like a dream come true. Well, I'm super excited because, I, and, and I don't even know, I was trying to think like when exactly we connected. And then I was like, oh, it was when Sarah from um, Suspenders Unbuttoned gave you my address. <laughs> That's right. That, yes, thank God for her. She, she was, so she, she, yeah. So she texted that's me. Right. She was like, that's hey, if you don't mind, I gave Riley Weston your home address because she needs to send you something for the bridal shower at Rama that's Drama. Right. And Jax. Okay. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know if we were friends on Instagram. We were not, we were not friends at all. And then all of a sudden you're getting like, you know, bachelorette party um, items and fun things. And, and they were like, oh, hey, hi, hope you don't mind. And then we started texting and then we were Insta friends. We were Insta like literally, really. Yeah. Not crazy. like crazy. Yes. I don't know what I'd do without you right now. I mean, come on. Come I'm on. like in love with you. I kind of have a girl crush on you. Oh, good. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay with your hubby. I hope he doesn't mind. No. Get rid of me. It's totally no. fine. No, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Um, so this is a really special episode for a couple of reasons. Um, we're going to talk about the first reason first, um, because you have exciting news and I'm like, so super duper excited that you're sharing it on here first. <laughs> you are, you have hearts of stars podcast has the breaking news. I th so oh, I should have like a breaking news thing <gasps> that <laughs> runs across. I can totally add that. We'll add that later. Let's just pretend right now. And then we'll add yeah. it later. Yes. Um, so drum roll. I can't do that. It's awful. Um, so the breaking news is there is a new Hallmark movie of mine coming soon. What? I know. Oh that was so fantastic right now. I can't even stand it. It is super exciting. It literally just happened. So um, we are just in the very early, very early development stages, but it is a story that is so close to my heart and also kind of about where I go back every single winter and then summer um, to upstate New York. And this kind of is loosely based on Saranac Lake. And they have this winter carnival that's been going on since 1897. No joke. And so this has been like something I had been so passionate about. And um, it's been a few years of like waiting and hoping and praying and just found out. And now you have the breaking news. So it's going to be a little bit before it comes to fruition, but it is tentatively called Snow Captain Love. Oh, I know. It's so exciting. And I am just, I'm beside myself. So it's very exciting. That's the breaking news on my end. I love it. Well, that's not your only Hallmark movie, though. No, this will be uh, the fifth one written and the fourth one, hopefully, that will go into production and then ultimately come to Hallmark Channel as a big premiere. So it's, um, and winter's my favorite. Like, that's my favorite season. So, um, Christmas. No, really? Winter. <laughs> I know. You can't tell by all of my um, paraphernalia in the oh, background. Not at all. You don't see like there are two five foot Santas, you know, like on either side of me right now. But no. um, so this makes me even more super excited. But there's a couple other movies that are hopefully going to be announced soon. And I feel like now I I very clearly need to always come to you for breaking news. I'm just saying, well, like I think uh, for every new movie and development, I should just basically come back and talk to you. I don't know. Is that weird? No, it's a really smart idea of ours. It really is. And it's so funny because my very first Hearts of Stars episode aired on Valentine's Day. And Jax was my first Stop. was my first guest. And so I always told her every Valentine's Day we have to spend it together doing doing an episode because she's my Valentine. I really love so. this. I, I love <laughs> She's so cute. Well, speaking yeah. of your movies. Good morning, Christmas. Can I just tell you, I absolutely loved this movie. Thank you. Product like, placement. Yeah, are we, we cheering? Whoop, see it? I love it. Well, here we go. There we go. Good yeah. morning, Christmas. I just have a little bit of my hot chai left. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That, I'm not drinking that. Mm. What I am drinking. That's okay. No, 
it's water. Oh, Most yeah. probably, maybe not. I don't know. It's I don't know. We can let it rip. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, we can. I mean, I'm wearing a sparkle shirt. When mm-hmm. you wear certain attire, you and it gives you like the lead way to like. Oh, well, you have that is nice. Like got cowboy friends going. Yeah, love it. So yes, um, it's that was a super fun movie. Uh, it was uh one of a few movies that were pitched during that time, and I honestly, I knew it was close to that one and another one, but I really thought it would be the other one, and. Yeah. Uh, has not been made yet, but hopefully will, and in the very near future. And uh, but this one, it just, uh, you know, I don't like watching my movies. I don't know about other writers or actors, but if I'm in it, if I'm in it and/or have written it, it the first like the first preview and the first airing of it, the first premiere, you know, I'm texting people or they're texting me, and I'm trying to like go on Twitter or Insta and like write back to people and have that kind of cool interaction with the fans. Um, but then I actually watched it re-aired. This is so cheesy, but it re-aired two nights ago. And I actually was, I'm like, I'm going to watch it. Like, I'm going to watch it from start to finish and not look at my phone and play words with friends, which I have a bad habit of doing at night. And, and I was like, I really love this movie. Like, I was really proud. And that's, and that's hard in the entertainment industry to find, like, that it all comes together. The directing, the acting, the, the production, the, the, the sets were completely phenomenal and that made me it was just like wow this is I mean the the supporting cast was great everybody was just it was like one of those good okay that was well done like on to the next one but it was pretty cool thank you I'm glad you liked it I loved it because I went to school for broadcasting so I loved to just see that whole interaction with them being anchors like that was just that was just really cool and the ending oh that was amazing like it's just literally I, who doesn't want that kind of end? Like I keep saying, whenever someone says, "Like, why do you have a boyfriend?" I'm like, "I'm waiting for the fairy tale." And if it doesn't show up, I have my dog, <laughs> a fairy tale for me. Um, and I, I mean, every girl I think wants that, especially where they had like, yes, we've seen the carriage before. We know this in Hallmark movies. They have used carriage ride and all that. But the way he like picked her up and was like, "Oh," and you're like, "Yes, Hallmark, come on, <laughs> it was right? Like, come on, Mark Lucas." I mean, it was just like it was just beautiful. Yeah, that was really good. His character was great because he is so standoffish. And yeah. I mean, he's so like nasty, like not nice. Yeah. And not nice. his whole like everything changed. Oh, it's so good. I love it. You that. know, as, as Hallmark goes, for those fans that, that are big Hallmark fans, and I think a lot of us all are, um, you know, we primarily see the female lead kind of um, focus on her arc and her storyline more. And yes, they did that with Allie's character, but it was also kind of cool to see it was Mark's character that had the girlfriend. It was him that had to do the big like change around. And I think that was kind of cool. And maybe we'll see a little more of that soon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be neat. I mean, there there is, you know, little rumors that the formula is changing a bit at Hallmark. Yeah, I think it's kind of fluid right now. I think for them, um, they're... I think that what we've called the Hallmark 1.0 versus the 2.0. And I think now there might be like a Hallmark 1.5, 1.75. I think yeah. it's, you know, I think not just Hallmark, but I think a lot of the networks are kind of trying to figure out their new normal, so to speak. And um, it's kind of exciting to see all the different changes and what they're trying and what what's, you know, maybe work, what didn't work and what they're, they're just trying a whole, a whole lot of new stuff, I think. Yeah. And also, got other competing networks now as you know that are around and I think you know GAC is doing their thing too and I think it's just a matter of everyone kind of just seeing what works and then running with it you know when they finally find that out yeah for sure let's talk about your music oh my gosh yeah you have a big thing coming up I have I've got two big shows coming up which are super exciting yeah a week from tonight I will be at the very famous Bluebird Cafe which is it's you know if you've never been there and you've seen it on the show Nashville which made it super kind of famous uh in a in a I guess in a good way for the bluebird um it's like it's in a strip mall like it really like you pull up it's next to a dry cleaner it's you're you're like wait what like there's no way and and you walk in and it's so small I mean it is tiny and yet there's something magical like I get goosebumps right now and it's hella hot Let's just say it that way. Like, uh-huh, in Nashville, it and but you walk in and it's just 
again, if whenever I drive up and you see people like lined up outside, those that have tickets, those that are praying to get tickets, that someone doesn't show up. And it's just, it's magical. It's yeah. just magical. And uh, this is exciting too, this next one, this next one, because uh, because of COVID, we have been on a stage and kind of separated like by five or six feet. And uh, next Saturday show, we will be what they call Bluebird in the Round, which is how it started. So we're all like the songwriters are all like in a little bit of a circle and everyone's kind of in back of us and around us. And it's so much more intimate. And we're like, literally, I have to be careful that, you know, if I go like that, my hair is not smacking somebody in their drink behind me. But it's but it makes it that much more like just, oh, it's magical. So that's super exciting. And I'm with I'm with so many. These two great songwriters I'm playing with next week have, I think, I don't know, nine, 10, 11 number ones between them. I am the one thing that is not like the other. And um, no, at least so far, but it is exciting because uh, I had my first song cut by a band called Shenandoah who've been around for a while and they are just amazing. And the song is called Shoes Under My Bed. It should be your wedding song. If anybody is not married and planning to get married, um, Britt and Jax, <clears throat> I'll send it to you. Uh, no, it's only kidding. But it's it's just such a beautiful song and it's just, um, I cannot wait for them to hear to them to sing it and release it. But in the meantime, one of the songwriters I'm playing with is going to play it for the first time out, you know, to like kind of since it's been cut. And uh, it's exciting to me because I've never had a song cut. So this is yeah. and then another show in uh, on August 18th. So at the Listening Room Cafe, also an awesome place to play. Nice. That's the music. That's exciting. It's it's so exciting. you know what it is for me. It's like another outlet. You know, it's it's a. Uh, it's only weird when I have like a week where it's like audition. Great. Write this treatment for, you know, a, a network. Uh, wait, write a song tomorrow. And kind of like there have been those times when it's been like those kinds of weeks, which I, I thrive on. I love that energy and that excitement. But what's cool is now what I'm kind of intending to do, let's just put it out there to the universe, um, is start, you know, being in some of my movies uh in a smaller role that maybe she's a singer and then kind of taking my music that I can write specifically for that script that character in that moment which nobody knows better than me and kind of write a song that kind of fits the whole thing and bring that into it where it's you know it's a little bit of control just a little bit of control and and yes I'm a control freak I'll admit it but uh but for a good reason like I right. see it here in my head you know mm-hmm yeah. I love that because I am not a writer. In fact, you know, like when I would go on interviews, they would say, what are your weaknesses? And that would be my first thing I would say. I am not a very, I, I just, I'm not a very good written communicator. I'm a verbal communicator. Like I, I can talk. I, I love public speaking. Like I love that. But to put something on paper, it's horrible. Like it's so bad. I, so people that can, I mean, I would love to write a book or love to write a screenplay. Like that is like, so awesome. Like I, I love people that can do that. That is like, so, that's so cool. It's so cool. Cause I've seen screenplays and they're very detailed. Like it's, it you is. know, I mean, that seems like it's a lot of work. I mean, you have every moment, emotion, background, environment, the character. She like it's over. She picks up her mug and stops. She gives him a look before she sits. I mean, you, you know, like everything is so everything. detailed. It is. And so when I, this is what I say to that. Yes, you're right. It is. I have one hair that's sticking to my nice lip gloss. Um, attractive. Um, and I wonder why I don't have a boyfriend as I like. Oh, wipe stop up it. No, my dog loves me. It's all that matters. Seriously. And now you we're good. And my mother always. Um, See, that's all you need. Clearly. I, yeah. Sadly, yes. <laughs> um, but I will say that when it works and you have the and you have the thought or the idea and it's like you can't not write it, it's awesome. Yeah. However, there are more times than not where it is not that way. And um there anybody that has stayed with me at any for any length of time knows that I will be pacing around the house, mostly swearing inappropriately, like I have an issue, and just and talking to myself. And going over like dialogue as every character until it, until that thought comes to me, it's not attractive again, but let's just talk about all the unattractive moments. And I'll keep going. Where do you do all your writing? Uh, like, do you have like a spot in that room? This is, this is my office. This is the background. And, um, 
there's like, so my office is always Christmas. It didn't always just like once in a while, I might scale back and go to fall just for a couple of months or something while I'm writing. But there's something about, even if I'm writing summer, which I'm doing right now, writing a summer and a fall simultaneously, um, different stages of development. Uh, I still have the Christmas up. And I thought, well, I should do fall because I'm doing fall. Well, then the summer popped up and I thought, well, no, because then I really can't really do summer and fall and Christmas. So I just keep the Christmas. You know, I might not have everything lit up behind me if I'm not doing a Christmas, <laughs> but I, there's just something it gives me like, I don't know, I feel good when I'm in here and I can look at that no matter what I'm writing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, this- Christmas has that way, doesn't it? I mean, this is why people go absolutely crazy yes. for Hallmark Christmas movies or yes. any any network really but Christmas movies and we want to yes. see them in July and we want to see you know we want to see them all the time because they're they make us feel good I mean they really do hit all the senses right like the smells and the taste of Christmas cookies and gingerbread yes. and you know and seeing yes. all the lights and hearing the music and curling up under a blank. Well, we don't do that in Florida. Sometimes though, I'll crank my AC down to like 50. Yes. Just <laughs> like feel cold. <laughs> right? just, just so we can have that blanket on us and the fire. Yeah. It's like those, those senses, I think kind of, it's that warm and fuzzy, literally feeling that we get. And you only kind of get that. I mean, yes, the movies make us feel a certain way for fall too. And summer, it always makes us happy. Valentine's Day, winter, definitely winter because that's my next one but but also but like I just think it's like you said it's that feeling and it just makes us feel not just happy but full of hope like so hopeful you know there's something about that energy so Mm -hmm. yeah it's it seriously is Christmas and I won't I I should probably also admit uh, my bedroom is is also Christmas (laughs) it's not right you know again (laughs) Let's count all the reasons why I don't have a boyfriend. I was um, think that was the first thing I thought. I mean, Christmas I mean, is a bedroom. I mean, do you have I a know. Santa in there? Oh my, you do. But here, am I right? One is it- it's a lot. It's not a big one, so no one stares at us inappropriately. Not that That's there's good. anybody in the bedroom but my dog, dad, and mom. But um, but there are Santas on the on the actual dresser itself. Um, it was funny, you know, I, I, I posted when Good Morning Christmas aired a couple nights ago and I had like the intro and it was like, you know, I put the written by Riley Weston and I put it on, on social media. And so <laughs> someone wrote me the funniest little message and she's like, I just saw that this is so great. And by the way, is that a Santa underneath your big TV? And I went, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. But a lot I mean, of people do that. I mean, a lot of people have Christmas up all the time. Yeah. My mom was one of those who had Christmas, Christmas, she had a Christmas tree um, in her bedroom all the time. Yeah, I did something about it. It's powerful. It is. And I, and I do have a tree in December, and like for December, but it really starts in October. I'm not gonna lie. I do have a tree in my bedroom, but that goes down. So it's just like the decorations, right? It ain't right. I know it's, it's not right, but it, but it works for now. I will bring out fall, fall will start in like a week and a half. Because I figured Hallmark starting it in the early August, like I clearly I should be on that same calendar schedule. So it's appropriate for me to bring out like the autumn leaves and garland and pumpkins, which mm-hmm. I will be doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love all that too. It's out at the stores already. Are you serious? Yeah. Really? Was it Joanne's or Michael's? Ooh. Might have been Joanne's. All fall. And I'm actually, sure. they even had a little bit of Christmas it no, was no. 20 it was 2021 Christmas I think they were trying to get rid of but I'm like we really want really to matter like does the do things I'm change? Thinking, like a, we could stop 2019 and skip to now and be we're good we're, I think good. we're good yeah I think and that's always funny to me like when you see teachers that say like you know 2020 be nice to us or 2021 be good I'm like um I think that ship sailed yeah <laughs> and just unless you want to get a sharpie and put a big x through it like I don't think you need to buy the shirt like yeah. I think we're I think you know? we're good I think we're good let's yes. let's talk Rama drama because oh that's really like where our friendship blossomed yes. and you mm-hmm. hosted karaoke night god yes I mean I, they asked me to do it again and again and again uh so good it was probably one of and I don't I've never hosted before. So, you know, if I have it, we always say this, like I, I can say anything with the script in front of me, whether I've written it or not. 
However, doing something live without a script and also with Neil Bledsoe, can we just please say like, he's, he's a maniac and he's awesome on his feet. Um, I was a little apprehensive about the sitch because I was like, well, uh, let's just rock and roll. Let's see how it goes. I had the best time ever. Like it was, I mean, the, the fans were incredible. Neil and I had a blast. Andrew Walker, oh. I'm still crying every time I see that, the video. And it was just like Tyler coming up. I mean, all, I mean, every, all, it was just so amazing. And it was just so, I mean, I did a little backup dancing with Brittany. Like we had fun. It was just, it was one of those nights. I think that, I think the fans too were, didn't know what to expect. We didn't know what to expect. It was our first yeah. time doing it. But uh, I have a feeling that we'll be around for every event for the future. I do too. It was great. It, it was, was great. I mean, we we probably still had um, some of, some of us that still wanted to get up there and sing, and probably a list of forty more people that wanted to come up. And we were, I mean, we'd gone over and started early, and we were out of time. But hopefully, we'll do it maybe a little bit longer next time. It was so much fun. It was crazy. Yeah. And the pictures that I'm grabbing too from like different videos. And I see at one point, uh, Neil and Wes Brown were both on their knees and I was about, them, it, I don't know what my face, what inappropriate stuff we were doing and saying into the mic, but it is the funniest picture. And we had all that. It was so <laughs> absurd. I'm like, I have no idea what we were doing, but, and our faces were just like, we were always like jumping in the air. Like it was yeah. just, oh, it was brilliant. Brilliant. I think that was the sweet Caroline moment. Yes. Oh, yes. That that's what it was. It was that yeah. song. I mean, that was great. That was just love it. It was so good. I mean, there is nothing like that event. Anywhere. Like I, yeah. it's just you leave there really feeling like you're like part of the group. Like you, like there is no, there is no line. The lines get blurred between like. There's no border. Being a fan and like being with people that you see on TV, like yeah. it, it, you, you start to meld together and it's so, that's what I think is so cool about it. I totally agree. It's family. It becomes it's family. Yeah. I mean, I still, I'm still probably on a daily basis. Like I, I talked to a few different people that I met there, like more than a few actually that I consider friends now that, and I, I totally agree with you. And I think that's what makes it different from other events. Yeah that um it's not a convention it's it's a it's like a family gathering you know what i mean yeah. where you with your family that you haven't seen for like months or a year and you play games and you hang out and you get caught up and you take pictures it's like i literally felt like that's that was the vibe do you know mm -hmm. and it, this was a bigger event than the first one too so the fact that we could actually we can actually say that that that's how we felt like it was a family gathering says a lot about the two creators of it and and all the people that came and right. uh, all of the you know actors and writers and everything from you know hallmark and gac and netflix and everywhere else yeah because it wasn't a convention center but it felt intimate it, it felt it, like if it, it didn't feel like a convention like everything yeah. felt really close and warm and yes. i don't know it was just so good i'm yeah, still in withdrawal like i think we are um one of many that are absolutely in the same boat. Like, it's just, I'm really hoping we announce another event soon. Hopefully. I know. I need no. to start my countdown clock. I'm like obsessed. <laughs> countdown to everything. I love that. I'm like, I need to know, like, I need countdown. We need a countdown. We need to know when and where. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't matter where, honestly, I'd go anywhere for Rama Drama. Like, yeah. It's so, so worth it. Like it really, I mean, if you are a fan of any of the people that show up to that event, yes. you need to save some money. Well, you go. Well, you I mean, there's just, there's just absolutely nothing like it. it and it's so funny because I heard like people say that about the first one, like before I bought my ticket and I was like, no way. Like you're still like waiting in line to like meet somebody and take a picture, but you're not rushed. I mean, you could stand there and talk, I mean, and then, and it's not like people get angry about it because everybody yeah. knows that they want their time. Like yeah. nobody got like, you know, I mean, it was just, I don't know. No one got ugly. No, no like, one got ugly. All are there for the same thing. So it's mm -hmm. not, you know what I mean? It's, it's not like, you know, it, everyone's going to have their turn. And I feel like, you know, um, the stars are the same way saying like, 
we, we are not going to rush anybody. We want to meet people. Like we want to know what works, what doesn't work, what you like, what you don't like. Like that's part of the whole, I think part of the whole spirit of it, you know, that everyone is there to have so much fun. And I will say the first event did have that same kind of vibe. It was just smaller. Like everyone was so happy to be there. And it was just, I mean, and it's fun for all of us that obviously don't work together all the time. So for all of us, like be able to hang out afterwards and have fun and have food and drink and be merry and like, just get to know each other. Like, I think that in and of itself has been great for, for a lot of us. Cause now we're now working together on projects, which we never would have before, which is super exciting. And some of us are working on a song. Like, I don't know, another breaking news. Wes Brown and I are writing a song. What? Yes, we are. We've been talking about it and we actually started writing a song, which we're both super excited about and kind of molding his like really cool old school Frank Sinatra vibe and my kind of country, my old school country vibe. So it's really exciting to see. We'll probably be doing a couple more. Maybe maybe I can convince him to do some Christmas because that's what I think would be fun. Um, but um, and there's a couple of projects that I'm, I'm writing now for a few of the guys. So that's exciting. That is exciting. For the end up. But, um, you know, I'm just, it's kind of cool. I always love as a writer to write for somebody specific. So it's when I'm really writing for somebody specific and we're having conversations about it all, that to me is like, that's even better. So, yeah. How do you write a song with someone? Like, what does that collaboration look like? Like with you and Wes, like how, like, do you send? No, I don't know how that works. How's that work? So here's what in Nashville, when I'm here writing, it's like we meet 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning and it's always awkward because you've got like what, what's like a date night you know, and you're, uh, or a date day, like you walk in and sometimes you don't even know the other writer. Someone has set it up for you, a publisher or something, or somebody on a label, maybe it said, write with this person. And you walk in and it's like, hey, hi. Like, so um, here are my ideas. And you know, and they could be like, no, no, no. Like it does happen that way. So you, I try to write with people that I'm comfortable with. So when they say, no, that I'm not offended because it's hard not to be offended when they're like, every idea sucks. I don't like any of that. Right, um, right. So when you're in, in the same room, it's a lot easier to kind of start collaborating. Uh, Wes um, had an idea for this uh, song and um, I'm like, okay, great. And so we talked about like the vibe of it. Like I, I would actually just found the other day, which I totally forgotten um, the first song idea that we had and I already had like a couple of lines written that I totally forgot. And I said, this kind of a thing He's like, yeah, well then we forgot about that. And when I was literally flying to Rama Drama down to West Palm Beach, I was on the plane and all of a sudden I was like, oh, and I had a decent part of the first verse. And I, and I, so I texted him and I said, you need to know every time we work together on anything, it's, I might start a conversation or a text to you saying like, this could suck, but here you go. And that's how I'll start everything. If it's an idea I have. And I basically start like, okay, so here we go. This could suck. Come a but, uh, but. So he ended up really liking it. Now he's, we're working it. And so basically we just text each other back and forth. What do you think about this, that line? And we don't even have the music yet, which again is different than how I would do it in Nashville, which is I'm I'm like the person that kind of spitballs like a, you know, nonstop throwing out ideas and somebody else who's much better at guitar than me will start like playing something that they're here while I'm just talking randomly. Um, And so this has been kind of cool to do it totally different. We just kind of, we text each other back ideas. So I love that. Pretty cool. Oh, that's exciting. It is exciting. We're super excited. We have a couple other um, projects, movies that we're excited about working on together. So um, we'll see what happens with those. Hopefully He's soon. so cool. He's so nice. He's like I, the nicest person ever. I actually ran into him at the airport when I was dropping people off. Are you serious? Poor guy. Yeah, because I, like the, the I, he probably, I could say inside joke, but he probably doesn't realize that it is. But every time I say, I'm like, can I have another selfie? I have another selfie, like just messing with him. So at the airport, I was like, oh my gosh, can I have another selfie? He's like, are you sick of us yet? And I'm like, oh no, no, no. no. I want another no. selfie. He's there. And the funny thing is everybody's awesome. I will always say that. But there are certain people that I super duper click with, you being one of them and a couple of their folks that they know who they are. Um, but Wes, I, I just, I'm Trevor, Ryan, like, Andrew, Tyler, I guess I'm basically naming everybody. Love Brittany, love her so much. Love Jax. Like we, you know, I, Aaron, I mean, Ashley, it's just, and again, we, it feels like family. You know, mm-hmm. I, I literally texted Ashley a couple of days ago. I said, it's going to be a hundred degrees in Nashville. So you need to come swimming. She's like, but you have a pool. I'm like, girl, come. The only person that uses the pool is the dog. Come bring the boys, like come swim. So 
like that, I've never been around people, working environment people that you'd want to say, come over and use the pool, whether I'm here or not. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, there's a different vibe. And I think that lends itself a lot to the kinds of movies we're making. You know what I mean? And the kind of people too, obviously, but we all really like what we do. It's, and I think that makes it, I got chills. I mean, again, I so I've got chills on my, my honest life because I feel like, you know, when, when you love what you do, that kind of comes out to you, but we all like, not just love what we do. We really live that life too. You know, just being good, do good, be nice. Like mm-hmm. kindness wins, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think from a fan standpoint, that was what I was most looking forward to, and it happened, obviously, was to see all of you interact with each other. Yeah. So like the acting with the stars and the karaoke and and kind of like seeing, each, especially the guys looking at each other when, he, when they were, all, especially with acting with the stars, it was just funny, like to watch Neil, watch Trevor improvise and what, like just to, just to see them, because they don't, they're not in movies together. We never are. Ever. So it was so cool to kind of like see them act yes. together. Yes. Like you're right with acting with the stars because there was like six of them or seven of them on stage. Yeah. Like that was phenomenal. That was hysterical to watch them. Like I love the fact that they brought up fans, but honestly, I would I would just as simply watch all of them read something yeah. cold and just get up there and wing it like six or seven of them at the same time. Like that to me was absolutely hysterical. They yeah. were just um I loved it I actually watched it, it and really we were Danica and Mikkel and I were in the way back row yeah. and we just kept looking at each other like did you just what did that oh my gosh what is he doing what is he doing when Jesse came out with his accent like a 90 year old you know flight attendant I mean I I almost fell off the chair like yeah. it was just it was so it was so ridiculous it so much so good I told Gabby I said because there she was asking for um like comments and like ideas for the next one I said well, we need acting with the stars, but it needs to be like, whose line is it anyway? Like where they come out, like the show. Okay. Like that's yeah. kind of like what, cause the, it, it was all the improvisation that was like, oh my yeah. gosh, like they come up and not tell stuff. them what into their on stage kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh, that would be, that's great. Yes. Oh, I mean, I think that would be super so funny. funny. Cause I they could were- watch them forever. I mean, yes, I think we all could have, cause it was just, I mean, my stomach hurt, my cheeks hurt from laughing so hard. Like I was a mess. Like I needed a minute. I needed Advil just to get my like my cheeks to stop hurting and my stomach <laughs> because it, it was outrageous. It was outrageous. It was so good. Oh, yeah, yeah. We need to know when the next one is. I'm ready for our countdown. I, I'm. There's for no sure. way I won't texting as soon as I get off the phone and so get we get off the interview and be like, what we need to know. Like people yeah. need to know. We need yeah. to know. Like All right. Well, I guess we'll transition into my news. I think that's that okay. Is that okay? I, it's fabulous. Well, you, I told you about my news. I didn't know about news, total disclosure. So I sent you a box of goodness to celebrate. Mm-hmm. First, I got this cute little koozie. There is, there's my koozie. There's a little song called Life is Better in Flip Flops. So I had to do it. I love it. Oh. What is that that you might have in there? That is my, my oh, tree candle. I know. I mean, that smell. It's crispy. You cannot not be happy. You cannot so. be happy. No. I mean. Listen, I, I know this is what I do. So I'll buy, you know, we all know about Bath and Body Candle Day Sale. Which yes. obviously, I'm that girl at 7 a.m. that's outside her mall in her pajamas, like ready. Like I've got a Waiting. list of candles yeah. and I'm like, watch out, get out of my way. That's the only time I might push somebody by mistake, by mistake. Yeah. I'll push you if you're coming out one candle that's left and I want it. And Don't I want it. Bath and body works day. Like I'm there. So I get some candles and I put them on lids on really super tight so they don't lose their freshness. And I will hold them throughout. Like there are probably like, there are like 15 big ones, Christmas ones that are in my closet right now. It's not, it's not okay. I know this, but I will burn them all throughout the summer and fall, like, and I'm already counting down to the fall scents come out. We've got like three left of those, but yeah. I will burn them every single day while I'm riding all night long. And during Christmas, like from 
literally at 7 a.m. when I wake up, I will start lighting all the candles in the house and they will go on till 10 o'clock at night. It is like the best goodness. So when I give somebody a candle, you loved, you loved when I give you one of my candles. Just saying. Mm. So what else in that surprise? Wow. I didn't open it, but it will get opened at some point. Um, <laughs> wine. Mm -hmm. I love that wine. I'm so excited. I mean, and, and people, it is what it says it is. It does say that on the label. I'm just saying. I'm excited for it. I've never I mean, had it, so I'm super excited. Which is why you've got this, so that you can pour a little of that in here if you need to hide something, or you can have any hot Or, or... Put or, it in one. I, listen, you're elegant. You needed a fancy wine glass for that good blinking wine. Blinking you wine. What's that? Wine glass. You had to have red mm. solo cup. It's coming from Nashville. You had to have it. I love Cheers. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, yes. Okay. Here Did we go. Straight? And I got one. I, I got one too. Oh my God, you're the queen right now. <laughs> what are you doing? I think it's time to discuss. Well, I can't go into detail, detail, but because right. it's not, the, the deal is not finalized yet, but we're close. I mean, close. it's going to so, happen. Hey, listen, I gave my news out before the deal was finalized. Just saying. So what I can say is yes. that, so Hearts of Stars, very first episode, came out on Valentine's Day. <clears throat> so it hasn't been that long, but I have been very blessed to get on my show some pretty incredible people. And my podcast caught the eye of someone. And so it got picked up by a streaming network. <laughs> I don't have a blower, but I no, it's okay. So it's it's gonna be a TV show. It's gonna be like the Hearts of Stars TV show. So, you know, that means a lot of stuff. It means more interviews, more celebrities, you know, on location shoots. Love this. You know, I'm hoping to be able to the way I thought about it, and this popped into my head the other day. You know, it's so interesting when you think about. Um, how tight-knit the Hallmark community is as far as writers and actors and actresses yeah. and stuff like that. But that the fan community is <laughs> ginormous. I mean, it's huge. And, you know, I like, I love daytime talk shows like Kelly Clarkson, the Drew Barrymore show. I love Jimmy Fallon, the late shows. You never see our stars that we love on those shows. Ever. And how fun would it be to like see them playing like games like they do on Jimmy Fallon? Like, and I think yes. that's the other reason why I really like drama drama too, is because we never get to see that talent do anything but act on a movie. I mean, they come right. onto our podcast and we talk to them, but we don't really get that. You don't get to play, like, you yeah. know what I mean? So I'm hoping that my show is able to fill that void a little bit for the people that do love all of these, you know, actors and actresses and, and, and even writers and producers. And, you know, so I'll get some behind the scenes stuff. I'm hoping to be able to go on some sets and I mean, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Um, so excited for you. Can I just say I'll have the queen of podcast. <laughs> You're so sweet. And well, it has been my dream since I was a little girl to have my own show and it's a little crazy I mean I still like I just like it's I like spontaneously burst into tears of gratitude like for like no reason like I just like and then I'm like they're like what's wrong I'm like I'm just like feel really blessed and yeah. it's crazy I mean it's crazy so I'm excited to release like more details and in fact yeah. I, mean, I, I don't really know but I'm assuming you know my this show in this style will probably go on hiatus for a little bit until we can get everything kind of packaged up real pretty and um yeah. start launching it on the network so it is so yeah. exciting and i speak for everybody that's listening and watching that we are so freaking proud of you and everybody is screaming congratulations all hail the queen um and well done sister well done crazy 
I feel awesome. very blessed. I mean, this yeah, is well, like, yeah. it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And, and, uh, I'm not going to say overdue because I'm a big believer in timing is everything. So I'm just excited that the right people saw you at the right exact time. And that also that you were ready. Yeah. 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 It's I mean, Rama drama can change your life, man. I'm telling you right now and build long lasting <laughs> life, lasting friendships. And yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. I love your headband thing. I, thank you. It's party for those that can't see it. It's, um, it's the only thing I could get. I don't want to wear a crown because you're silly. Well, no, yeah. also it didn't go with the fringe. No, I can't. <laughs> it's like, it is. Yes, I'm very sparkly. <laughs> a lot of sparkle happening. Um, we had news. We had it. We had to like. We did. We had to like do fun stuff with our mm -hmm. fringe friends because we had news. Um, let Let me ask you a question. Sure. If you could interview mm -hmm. anybody, not just from Hallmark and from our lovely movies that we love on all networks, who would it be and why? <sighs> Ooh, tables turn now. No, I know who it is. Who? Tell me. Um, oh, and I hope it's not like controversial, but whatever. Um, I really want to interview Johnny Depp. I totally understand that. And, and I would probably say that'd be one of my top 10. His? Totally. Yeah. I would encourage people to watch interviews that he has done. And, and he talks about his craft and how he gets into his characters. His description of how he got into character for Edward Scissorhands is so amazing. Like... I could listen to him talk all day. Like, it's just so impressive, like how he does that. And it's just so good. He would totally be my number one. <laughs> I would love to talk to him. I love it. For sure. I love it. For sure. And, you know, really, I want to just talk to everyone again that I've already interviewed. I want to, I mean. Well, I can say, obviously, from me speaking and probably everybody that you've already interviewed um, on our, on the, from the Hallmark land and GAC land that, Every one of us wants to come back. I can I can speak to them. Very so. Know that yeah. we'd all want to come back. Yeah, he has like maybe two. At yes, <gasps> that would be fun. Yeah, because there's other people in Nashville, isn't there? Um, so I'm here now. Uh, Danica McKellar just moved here about um, I think earlier this month, and um, let's see, Erin Cahill. She is in East Nashville. Um, who else? Ashley Williams is here right now. Um, I'm not sure for how long. I think, um, is, is Rachel Boston there too? You know what? I don't know. I think she is. No way. She's going to kill me because when I did the interview with her, it was the first interview that she did since having baby Grace. Oh. And she had like all these mountains in the background and she had just moved. And I am about 99.9% .9 sure that it was Tennessee. I, I have to, I have to, I have to like look into that and you'll have to give us an intro. I'm pretty sure it was. So cool. how fun. I mean, that's that, like, a, I can just come to Nashville. Jesse and his wife here with their kids. It's, it's become a, a really, people need to stop moving though after that. Like we're done. Um, Nashville's closed. It's closed. Um, more new people. Um, no, and I, I say that jokingly, but also it's changed the, I mean, I moved here from Los Angeles because I was just sick of being in Los Angeles. I mean, that's completely, and as an actress, I most likely don't shoot there anyway. So who cares? And as a writer, no one cares where I write as long as I'm coming in on time and, and music, which I was trying to focus on more. Um, it only really could be done uh, here in Nashville because I sing country. So it was right. um, for me a good move. And it was also puts me closer to my family um, on the East Coast and, um, and uh, my nieces were super important to me. Um, and uh, my mom and my, my dad during the summer, he's in upstate New York, it's Florida during the winter. So it, it was just, a, it was a smart move. It's a much quicker plane ride to jump on and be there in two hours as opposed to six. Yeah. Um, and also I hated Los Angeles completely. <laughs> I hated it so much. So, I mean, I'm from a real small town. So for me, it was, the Nashville was the next best thing and kind of small-ish. And now it's just, it's blown up. Yeah. It's blown up. Good for real estate, I'm sure, but not good for those of us that like the small town vibe. So, yeah. um, but still a good place to live. It really is. Can I talk about my pink tree really Please. fast? Yes. Go. No, no, no. Talk about your tree. So, um, um, my, I have a very big passion, um, to find a cure for breast cancer. Um, I, I call it my war against breast cancer and, uh, and that's why there's a pink tree, uh, which stays up all year round. 
Um, there's a picture right up at the top of me and my sissy uh, who I did lose to breast cancer. So um, I pretty much in the fall am focused on, uh, and actually I start, I will start on the 31st of July slash August 1st this year. Um, her, um, she passed away on July 31st, um, 10 years ago. So I, um, I made a promise to her, which was find as many people as I can to donate as much as I can to bring as much awareness as I can to put as much money into research as I can. Um, and so I do. And, um, there is, I, I won't stop. I won't stop until there's a cure. So this is, uh, this will be my, um, 11th Susan G. Komen walk where I walk 60 miles. Yes. Six zero, um, over three days. Uh, and I, um, I did that in San Diego this year for the first time in November, but also Nashville does a one day, uh, more than pink walk for the cure. And I have been asked to be the chairperson this year, which is super exciting for me. And I know somewhere my sister is jumping up and down, probably saying inappropriate fun things. And uh, I'm sure she's very proud. And uh, I'll be singing my song called The Ribbon, which is about the pink ribbon. And um, anybody that wants to hear more about that or wants to hear the ribbon song, um, I will just email me and I will send you the song and um, spread, spread it around to anybody that needs to hear it. And if anybody wants to donate, I've got two different walks you can donate to. So I am, um, it's, it's interesting, you know, I'll, I'll be at these, um, at a bar sometimes playing and I'll just kind of have that little like gut to say like someone needs to hear this song and just like, or someone needs to hear, go get a mammogram. Um, you know, and I always kind of joke about it and say like, okay, fellas, you know, time to like check your girls and please make sure you know them and ask permission, but check, check the girlfriends, girls. And, um, and guys need to check too, you know? Uh, so I just, I always try to bring awareness to that one person that maybe is not getting a mammogram because of financial reasons. And I will say, um, I'm the first person to say, I'm not just saying this. I actually have used Susan G. Komen when I lost health insurance, cause I have to get checked quite often. And, um, I will help you find a mammogram for free. Uh, so it's no cost to you if that's what has to happen, um, to keep as many people as I can, um, being proactive. So yeah, that is, I go next Friday. Good. I'm glad. Thank you. I go every I'm, year. Yeah. Every year is, and it's also something I hate to say this, but, uh, we as females, you know, it's not like we get our mammograms, we get checked and then we're, we kind of forget you're to, you know, in between mm -hmm. we're not doing the shower checks. We're not doing all of the things that we're supposed to be doing. And, and I highly recommend to ask your doctors and or literally go online and say like, how do I check? How do I do my self checks? And, the, and do it once a month like once a month in the shower, just like check the girls, man, check the girls. It's just, uh, it's that, um, my sister's was a, a very rare uh, breast cancer and it's, it never usually has a great outcome. Um, I've known two women that have passed away from triple negative breast cancer, which was what hers was. And she had had a mammogram in July and was diagnosed in, in October. And so, so that's how quick it can move. Um, if not continually checked. So you know, I always try to like, whenever I do an interview, try to bring it up in some way, if nothing else, just to say to somebody, check, check when you weren't thinking about it, or you got busy and you have kids and you've got a husband or you got stuff going on at work. Check anyway. Mm -hmm. like, just it doesn't take that long. It doesn't yeah. take that long. It, it does doesn't. not. That's how I found my first, my first lump was a self-check. It turned out to just not be anything, but it was a self-check and it happened because my grandmother had breast cancer very young. Now she's in her eighties now. And she got it when she was in her forties. And back then, I mean, it's, it was, yeah. I mean, you know, and she had, yeah. um, she had a mastectomy, but, um, so then I had learned to, ch I checked, started checking every month and found a lump. And it was like three days after my husband and I had gotten engaged. It was horrible. Oh, course, like I'm dying. Like, you know, you know how that goes. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Very scary. And I, what I will also say is if you find that lump, don't panic. It's, yeah. um, I have found so many and yeah. some of which have all been taken out. Um, and, and also decent chunks have been taken out. And so, but that makes me healthy. And mm -hmm. so I don't, I look at, uh, any scar as don't mess with me, man. Don't mm -hmm. mess with me. And I might even give breast cancer the finger or yeah. both fingers, um, because I'm, um, I'm trying to be as proactive as I can. So it might not make me perfect, uh, without clothes on, but 
I'm, I'm still here. So, um, but I'll never forget my doctor found the first one. I wasn't checking. This is before my sister's diagnosis. And I, um, she's like, if it's not better by next month, like go through the cycle, make sure you're good. And, but you know, we need to get, we have to think about that because we, I also lost my grandmother for breast cancer. And I, uh, I called her like, a, a, like six weeks later. Cause I, of course I'd forgotten, even though I'd lost my grandmother. And even though my, my aunt and my cousin had, had been in remission and still are thankfully, um, I called and was like, okay, what do I do if that lump's still here? And she's like, Riley, you're supposed to go to a specialist. Like you need to go see somebody that deals with breast cancer. I was like, wait, what? Like, you know, and it's, and you know, the next one, and I always say, listen to your gut. Like I'm the second, third, I, I just had a weird feeling. Yeah. There was anything I could even really feel. I just had a weird feeling and both times I've been right. Um, so it's, and then, you know, my mammograms and the ultrasounds have picked up all the other ones. So, um, I just say like, keep getting checked if it's in your family, especially even more so, but it's, um, that first that you're just like, like, you know, your, your, your reaction was like, Oh my God, me it was like, Oh yeah, shoot. It's still there. Like it's, you know what I mean? Even though we both had people in our lives that have had it. Right. So women just kind of, we all react like there's a different, it's just, I, I, and again, I'm the first one to remind myself like, Hey, it's been a few weeks, month, get this, you know, check again, check again. It's, yeah. um, but ladies and men like stay on it, stay on stay it, on it. Yeah. Oh, thanks for bringing that up. I was actually going to say something because your pink tree, it stands out. So I wanted you to talk it about does it. Out. Yes. And so did my sister. She was a, a, a force to be reckoned with. So, yeah. and still is, I'm sure. I love still. that. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a damn good episode. <laughs> right. I'm kind of feeling that, but I'm not sure. I wasn't sure. This is just, I want to do this. Like we do this every day without, you know, a camera or even with it. We can just look at each other. I'm good with this. Hubby won't mind, right? Half hour, hour a day. I mean, we could, or not. Well, we have to do it with our crowns on. Clearly. Oh, yes. For sure.